today's topic is one that I'm very excited about. It's looking ahead with my crystal ball to look at future trends that we as e-commerce sellers need to be aware of moving into 2024. This is the Launch and Scale podcast, the home of some of the best e-commerce advice on the internet today. Whether you're launching your first product or scaling your existing storefront, we include conversations from industry experts, best practices, and practical tips to help you run a profitable e-commerce brand online today. I'm your host, Kirsten, and my mission is to create 107 figure brands by 2027. If you're going to be one of them, be sure to subscribe and not miss another episode. By the way, for more resources and information on how to work with us, go to launchandscale.co. Remember, that's .co, not .com. Apart from that, let's get into the episode. There are four main topics that we're discussing today in great detail. Number one is going to be the reduced consumer spend and handling what is known as the quote-unquote recession that we're supposed to be in right now. The second one is how landscape is changing with an influx of, you know, e-commerce is absolutely booming and consumers have so many options for dozens of products they can choose. And so with increased competition, what does that look like in terms of how we as sellers need to adapt in 2024? Number three is replicating in-person shopping and what that looks like as consumers have more high touch options through video, live shopping experiences, et cetera. And last but not least topic that I'm most excited for is the chat GPT and how AI is going to make an impact and really shape and continue to shape the landscape in 2024 and what that looks like and what are some top concerns that both myself and other e-commerce experts share um, in this so that we can be aware and ready for 2024. So the very first thing I want to say is number one, if you are, well, if you're on watching this on video, you're going to see my uh, feeling festive shirt. This is the one time of the year that I pull out the Christmas garb. If you are feeling festive and excited for the holidays, drop a comment below and let's jump into the very first topic, which is this idea of right now, there's a big fear. I mean, there has been a big fear for months on this idea of recession and what that's going to do to our businesses. Because what recession means is usually consumers stop spending money or they keep their wallets close to them. And what does this mean for you selling products online? So the one thing that I want to say is that consumers aren't stopping spending. They're just being more selective with how they spend their money. More than ever, debt has never been easier to come by. And I think as consumers, with the um, op opportunities we have to maintain our lifestyle and stuff like that, um, maybe people aren't overindulging as much as possible. But what this means is we need to understand as e-commerce sellers that people keep purchases close to their heart, which means they're more selective with their purchases. What this means is that we as e-commerce sellers moving into the new year really have to focus on communicating the, the value that our product brings into someone's life and make it easy for them to see the difference between your product and every other product out there, which leads me to point number two, which is ultra niche products. And this is a trend that we're seeing kind of as an antidote to the massive options of products that have just come to market and have really, you know, more than ever, if I'm shopping for a yoga mat, just 
go to Amazon, you're going to see dozens or hundreds of different options for yoga mats or meditation pillows or pillowcases, like everyday consumer goods. There are some brands that sell at a premium price point, and then there are other products that are at like bottom barrel prices. And consumers have a harder job than ever to figure out what is right for them. And if we as business owners don't help our customers differentiate our product from what is available out there, then we're going to lose them as that business opportunity. And the customer is going to be forced to buy something based on price, not necessarily best fit for their life. So we see this, this trend has been evolving is really snowballing with more and more and more products that are getting launched online, more commodities, it's harder than ever for sellers like you to differentiate your message and your product, even if you have something truly novel. It's a lot of noise to cut through if you're someone like me trying to buy something and really figure out that option. So one of the biggest trends we see moving into 2022 as an antidote to consumers having too many options and ultimately being able to stand out with your product as the go-to choice for them comes down to an ultra niche solution. And so a trend that we're going to see, and we do have a roadmap on this, is building out your distinct positioning that we call building your oasis of influence. And building your oasis of influence comes down to really getting clear on the differentiation that your product has in the market, but being able to effectively communicate that in a way that people choose your product versus the competition. And that more than ever, we see brands struggling with how to, you know, you may be able to tell your friend in a coffee shop, like, yeah, like it's obvious what's different about our product, but it's not obvious to consumers online what's different about your product because most business owners really, really struggle to define that messaging in a way that speaks to the customer and cuts through the noise. So if you're someone that really wants to explore how to differentiate your product to be the prime choice for customers in your space, um, check out a roadmap. I'm actually going to link it below, um, but it's great reading over the holiday season on how to build a million dollar oasis for yourself and your brand. The third thing that we are seeing is replicating this in-person shopping. So all of these kind of go hand in hand with what consumers crave. Like we all went through COVID. We all went through the pandemic. And what happened during this time was we as humans felt very alone, very isolated. And one huge trend that we saw coming away from the pandemic is a sense of human connection. And consumers now, as I said, they're, you know, they're voting with their wallets, a big opportunity and thing that we see brands shifting toward in 2024 is going to be to build a relationship with your customers. And that sounds so, so vague, but one way to do that is to try to replicate that in-person shopping experience using technology. Like, Let's face it, you're likely a brand maybe that you've started out of Vancouver, but you sell all across North America, Australia, and Europe. Likely, you're not going to put a retail store in every single metropolitan city so that someone can just walk in and kind of try on the clothes or, or the thing that you have. It's just not um, feasible for most brands to do that, unless if you're like a Lululemon or you know something like that. However, in saying that, how can we use technology to replicate that in-person experience and to also foster a sense of um, that in-person, like, you know, do you, do you have a favorite coffee shop that you go to 
every day or every week and you know the barista by name and you've built a kind of rapport and an affinity, like you prefer that coffee shop because of the relationships you've built. Online marketing and the trends that we're seeing with e-commerce moving into 2024 is we brands, uh, sorry, consumers are really craving that high touch point, personal custom experience to have that in-person kind of um, thing replicated through technology. So a few things that I see businesses doing to do this, um, if you follow some of the short videos and posts that I've done on LinkedIn, I shared something about my experience with Honda earlier this week where, um, you know, last year they didn't do it for my annual service appointment, but this year they did. And um, there was some work that I needed done with my brake pads. They literally disintegrated when the guys went to, to do maintenance on um, just under the hood. And they took a video and did a video walkthrough and sent it to me. I didn't ask for this, but they're just like, hey, here's just a quick video, quick thing. This is what we're seeing under the hood. And this is why we recommend this thing. With that video, it blew me away because this is not only an incredible customer service tool to like literally take your customers under the hood of your car, which I don't ever see that view, but also as a sales tool to literally say like, hey, look, your brake pads are disintegrating. You need this. And why would I say no to getting new brake pads when I saw that? I guarantee had they shown me like, you know, use video as a sales tool to say like, hey, we have this other really cool thing that you don't really need, but here are some benefits and I'm showing this to you on video. I'm more likely to buy because I truly see the visual impact of what that means for me as a customer. So that is one way that we see even something like the automotive industry that is an in-person offline business traditionally um, replicating that with personalized video. Another thing you can do if you aren't in a business where you can have, you know, service customization like that, there are tools like Go Tolstoy, which is a little video widget you can record yourself on for like, um, you know, 30 seconds just saying like, hi, my name is Kirsten. I'm the CEO of Launch and Scale. Welcome to our website. How can I help you? E-commerce brands are doing this all the time for like, we see it with um, one of um, our earlier brands that we worked with actually put this on their website as, and it's a supplement company. And they essentially took all of their frequently asked questions off social and off of their customer service and recorded little video snippets that I can actually go to their website um, ask the chat thing a question and it's like, hey, uh, I have a question about our, what your ingredients are. And then there's a quick video of the founder talking about that. Um, that's an amazing way to build a connection. Video is one of the most powerful tools that you can implement in your business moving forward, period. And I'm not just talking about short form content on social. I'm talking about also in customer service. I'm also talking about in the... Um, like in the sales cycle with that. Why is video so powerful? Um, there is a, um, I, I forget the term specifically, but parasocial relationship, that's it. Video allows you to build rapport with someone because of what is called a parasocial relationship. So picture like, who's your favorite actor? You know, um, Johnny Depp, Robert Pattinson, is it, um, like who, who is that? Or your favorite artist? Is it Beyonce, Taylor Swift, etc.? Um, do you feel that you connect with them in some way because you've watched their videos? 
that is a parasocial relationship. We parasocial um, video has a way to build rapport and build a relationship with someone as if you were having a coffee with that person. And so video is super, super powerful as a relationship builder in scale because it's something that you can automate and use in the masses. So definitely I'm gonna put some resources below if you wanna learn a little bit more about that parasocial relationship. But moving in to 2024, we see video not just used as a marketing tool, but as a amazing way to foster connection, trust, and frankly, getting people to choose your brand because of the relationship through video um, in, in the sales cycle and stuff. So that is one huge trend that we replicate. Uh, we, um, that I suggest you absolutely look to see like, okay, how can we bring video more into the conversation to use it in a way to foster better connection and better customer relationships? Okay. Um, this might even be something, if you've got a high ticket product that, uh, high ticket, I mean like something over three, $500 and you're just getting started, have you considered recording a video message just saying like, um, hey, Susan, thank you so much for your purchase. Just letting you know, we have we have um, put your items together. The item has been shipped. Again, thank you so much for your, your whatever, like just a quick video thank you message or even using video to ask for reviews. Your likelihood of success with getting the very thing that you want out of the customer is so much higher this way. Okay. So this brings me to my last point, which is this conversation of AI, artificial intelligence, and specifically chat GPT and where that's going to evolve to leverage us as business owners. So I've actually been very hesitant to talk about chat GPT on our channels and stuff like that, because frankly, I didn't have a professional opinion that was um, developed to a point where I felt confident speaking about how uh, my viewpoints and stuff like that. So I do want to say that chat GPT and AI in general has been such an incredible and powerful and frankly terrifying addition to our workflow. But I see a lot of business owners or a lot of people leaning into these like AI marketing agencies or running all of their marketing, all of their newsletters, all of their everything through AI. And I actually see a, a couple of things with this. I think that AI is going to continue to rapidly advance uh, to a point where you know we, we don't even know how quickly it's going to evolve because it, it's such a, a uh, evolutionary tool. I see it being continuously added to workflows to, to help with brainstorming, to help with creative um, process, maybe um, drafts of things, but I see a very alarming trend of over, um, what's the word, over uh, reliance on AI that's actually causing a lot of marketers. And when I say marketers, I'm talking about like anyone who sells anything online. So you can be a marketing agency, you can be a um, an e-commerce brand, you can be um, anyone selling anything online. What I'm seeing on my feed when I scroll through social is a whole bunch of extra crap. It's like with e-commerce, the easier it got for someone to be able to set up a storefront and list products and have a drop shipping site set up literally in three hours, 
the more garbage and scams you see online. Well, the same thing is true for AI because AI enables laziness. And I want to have a conversation about that because I think that if you are an up and coming business owner and you're just learning the ways of marketing, you may not be aware of some of the downsides of over relying on chat GPT to handle all of your marketing copy or any, any, anything like that. So what we're seeing is concerning. Consumers are really smart and catch on to new trends. So if you've been following the like the paid ad landscape through Facebook ads, YouTube ads, etc., um, in the very beginning, um, consumers didn't really know when they were watching a content creator endorse a product that that was an ad. Or a few years ago, it Ads worked as ads, but as consumers got smart, they started realizing like, hey, I'm not actually scrolling on Instagram to be sold to. So this forced marketers and brand owners to adapt the kind of conversation, the content that they're putting out there so that there's a trend where the content at a point was, you know, it had to be kind of lower budget. It had to be something that looked like you just shot it on your iPhone, not be an ad. And then we kind of outsmarted consumers for a little bit with that. And now what we're seeing is we're seeing an introduction of all these AI tools to put your product on all these AI backgrounds. We see these AI generated images through Dolly. Again, consumers maybe in the beginning weren't able to spot AI, but now we can smell it a mile away. And because all of the posts have the same kind of vibe unless you are someone who knows how to tap it like to truly train chat gpt to produce something that doesn't seem artificial and what's really concerning with ai is that as people as humans crave to shop with humans and to shop with brands we are a people-led industry. And what that means is that AI is starting to take the humanity out of the conversation if you're not careful. So full disclosure, we use AI with our with our agency, but I use it more for a draft, not a final product. To where AI is right now, it's very obvious it lacks emotional intelligence and humans catch on to that. And because of that, if you're not careful or if you're not properly using AI to a point where you are a professional and you understand marketing and you really know how to communicate your brand voice and your brand message in a way that is a distinct entity, you're going to rely on AI and start to sound like everybody else. And the problem with that is when we go back to point one and two of consumers have so many choices, we as brand owners have to differentiate our products and our brands more than ever now in order to stand out. Otherwise, you're just going to turn into a commodity. And what that means is someone's not going to buy your premium product because they don't know the difference between that at a high price point and something on Amazon for like half the price. So AI, again, so powerful. I love it in workflows, but I think it's absolutely taking out the human engagement. It is It lacks emotional engagement and will ultimately end up eroding the trust 
of your customers and people that engage with your brand online if you do not know how to train it and work with it as a professional tool and you're just lazy with it and basically taking any output and not actually massaging that with your unique brand voice. So that's what I'm going to say um, about this is that we, you know, with any, any new product that comes to market that makes it easier for people to sell stuff, whether that's get new products online or AI coming to the scene, it causes a horde of uh, literal crap online, which makes it harder for the great brands to stand out. But it also means more than ever, you as a brand owner, if you are struggling with defining or with having your customers pick you over other products, leaning too much into AI and taking the humanity out of the, out of the conversation is probably one of the worst things you can do. But outside of that, thank you for joining us today. And I would love to hear um, your feedback on some of the topics and how you are handling this in your business. Okay, take care. Happy 2023 and New Year's. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit subscribe on your mobile device. And for more resources and information on how you can launch and scale your e-commerce business online, be sure to go to launchandscale.co. And we've also got a ton of free actionable content available on TikTok and YouTube. Just be sure to go to either platform, search for Kirsten, my name, K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N. Apart from that, we'll see you in the next episode.